Age of bloody civil war, 2,500 years ago, a Chinese military commander, strategist and philosopher emerged. His name? Sun Tzu. After successfully defending the state of Wu against its neighbor Chu to the west, a book formerly known as Master Sun's Military Methods was born, which has later become known as The Art of War. The Art of War is the most influential treatise on war ever written consisting of 13 chapters, each of which is devoted to one aspect of warfare. It has shaped the way in which conflicts have been fought for thousands of years, from the Japanese samurai to the Napoleonic War. Not only has the book influenced military commanders and generals all over the world, it has had resounding effects on politics, sports and business to this day. The art of war is of vital importance to the state. It's a matter of life and death, a road either to safety or to ruin. Hence, it's a subject of inquiry which can on no account be neglected. Sun Tzu has a holistic philosophy that if you follow correctly and study thoroughly, you will be victorious. Sun Tzu says, avoid what is strong and strike at what is weak. Sun Tzu is a strong believer that winning the war with as little unnecessary combat as possible is the key to true victory. Supreme excellence consists in breaking the enemy's resistance without fighting, and the key to doing so is to know your enemy well. If your opponent is arrogant, pretend to be weak, so he will underestimate you. If he was relaxing, attack and give him no rest. If his forces are united, separate them. Sun Tzu is essentially saying that if you know your opponent's All right, it's me, Hurricane, and I am back, and I have Russell Hootie with me, my good friend, and I apologize for the technical problems. To be honest with you, I'm retarded. I pushed the wrong button. Um, I've been, I haven't been doing any broadcasts. So I'm a little bit rusty in the studio, so please excuse me. It's been a long day. Russell, how are you doing? I'm doing great this evening. It's always a pleasure to be on the show with you, Hurricane. Uh, uh just hello to everybody. Hello, America. Hello to everyone listening uh, around the world. And uh, let's get on with this thing. Well, I apologize once again. I usually am a little bit more professional than that, but it's kind of been a, bit, a little bit of a rush day and a little bit of – we kind of threw the show together at the last minute, but it's something we wanted to talk about. And uh, and especially get a insight from someone with this kind of uh, military experience that you have is very uh, – Lucky to get that. 
So for everyone listening, so what we have going on is we have this election. <clears throat> we have the mainstream media saying that Joe Biden won this election and trying to push propaganda that he is a imaginary office of president-elect that no one's ever heard of. And uh, I guess to give it more clout or something, you know. And uh, we all know that Donald Trump won the election in a landslide. And so Russell and I are going to try to keep our cool and not uh, <laughs> get robbed up. And we have a tendency to do that, and so we're going to we're really try hard, but I can't make any promises. Now, um, one thing that uh, Russell and I have been talking about the last few days is we're, we're friends. You know, We do militia together. We're friends, and we've done radio show together since uh, – I think it was about my third episode on Resistance Radio when Russell started calling in, then ended up being the co-host. So we go kind of back, but we've been discussing this uh, air uh, military aircraft in the air. And Russell, do you want to kind of explain what you've seen the last three days? Well, uh, there's been reports. There's been like a thousand to twelve hundred uh, aircraft, uh, military aircraft at a time. Uh, that's uh, way beyond anything that would go uh, on during any kind of normal uh, FTX. Uh, for those of you that are unfamiliar with the term uh, training exercise or anything like that, uh, of course, there's a lot of uh, intel out there, different stuff. Uh, some of it's been confirmed, some of it hasn't. But uh, with that kind of activity going on, there's... Uh, definitely something brewing uh exactly what it is i don't know there's been uh increased traffic uh to get low we know that to be true uh and uh normally you have uh military personnel with a uh military police uh mos involved in that kind of stuff they've uh they've been sending some uh serious shooters over there uh we're talking about uh, Ranger, Recon class, uh, those type of guys and stuff. So, uh, well, I don't know exactly what's going on at this point. It's hard to get any kind of conf- uh, confirmation on anything because uh, whatever's going on, they're being very, very tight-lipped about it. But uh, it is definitely uh, unusual, highly unusual activity, I would say, and uh it should be enough to alert everyone to keep their heads on a swivel and pay attention. Right. Okay. And for you listeners that are new, there's probably going to be a little bit of a pause in between Russell and I, but it's because we have to mute. We we have both have dogs, and so we have to uh, keep that muted when we a little second to get back on when it's our turn. So just bear with us. Um, and so what Russell. You'll see if they're training a whole lot. Uh, I lost you there, Hurricane. You kind of went off the air there for part of that. I didn't catch all of that. I apologize for that. I'm, I should have got my mic hooked up today. Um, my phone, I'm having to use my phone, and it's real touchy. And if my hair even touches the screen, it mutes it or starts dialing somebody else or FaceTimes me. <laughs> and, uh, like normally, I'll have all my studio set up where I have, I have several microphones and several headsets, and it's a lot more professional and a better sound quality than this. But 
I'm having trouble in my studio. I've got babysitting my grandbaby, and he got quarantined, so it is what it is, you know. Just have to deal with it. But uh, I don't even know what you cut out on me. So I was saying that a monkey on uh, YouTube that we both follow was showing us that normally you might see 100 of these military aircraft in the air, but maybe 200 if it's like a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of training. But he said on uh, Tuesday that – no, he said it was Monday. Monday he said there was over 1,100 in the air, and Tuesday there was over 1,200 in the air, and Wednesday there was over 1,300 in the air. So he said that like right. said, that's unprecedented, you know. So he says he really feels oh, yeah. like something's going on. Uh, yes, well, definitely. Like I said, you know, that's uh, that's highly irregular behavior. And when you have that many aircraft uh, in the air, that cuts way, way back on our, de- uh, our uh, air defense systems and that sort of thing. And, uh, you know, as he was saying, uh, and as you shared with me, Hurricane, that's a highly, highly unusual activity. Uh, and one has to wonder what's up with that. Like I said, just everybody's so tight-lipped in normal channels and stuff like that right now. I really can't put a finger on it, and I just don't want to throw what, anything out there that I can't confirm. And isn't that the most exciting part about it, that they have kept this military precision and this op completely quiet, no leaks, and been able to just go in complete stealth mode just like the Art of War says to do, you know? And I think that's pretty incredible, and I'm really intrigued. I'm not mad that nobody's seen William Barr. I would be real concerned if he wasn't working and we were seeing him running his mouth on every channel like Comey did. That would have been a lot more concerning. A lot more concerning was if he would have been irrational and impatient and just jumped out and been an idiot. And then whenever he did make all these arrests, they said that he was was Trump's crony or it was for political favors. Instead, he's just kind of stayed in the shadows, which I think has been the best play. You know, but when I'm working really hard, I don't, I don't even, my ringers turn off on my phone. I don't even answer the door. You know, so that just to me is more encouraging than anything. You know. I think that means that's a good sign. So I'm not mad about that. I, I like it. Well, that's, let's not forget also that we still have the Durham investigation going full blast. Uh, coming near I think to it might NC. be done. Uh, a few days ago, uh, uh, Q hasn't posted in a little while, and then he posted uh, just one word. It said Durham. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it was like yeah. the very next day is when you saw all the points. I think it was. it might have been Sunday. And I don't quote me on that, but I think it was like around Sunday, and it was like right after that is when all this hell, uh, this military stuff uh, went down. So like on Sunday, you post well, and then like, you know you start having all these uh, three days of just military craziness in the air. Yeah. Well, you know, I think in uh, 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 Trump started a uh, very uh, I don't know if you would call it an agency because it doesn't really have a name, but uh, uh, he started a uh, very secretive uh, group of individuals, uh, military, uh, largely Marine Corps, and uh, I think and people are always going, well, you know, why didn't the FBI investigate, you know, what are the DOJ? And all that I would say to those people are just take a moment, take a breath, and remember where this whole coup originated from four years ago from the FBI and the 
OJ. Uh, when we seized the uh, Dominion servers in Germany and in Spain, he didn't use the FBI. He didn't use any federal agents. He used our military. And uh, I personally have little to no faith in the FBI whatsoever. Uh, and we know that the uh, CIA is corrupted. And, I did uh, get a report on that, actually, that had to do with the CIA from 107, and uh, he's a real known insider, and he had a broadcast the other day, and he, I was listening to it, and he said that it wasn't a huge, like a big, you know, blowing up stuff, military operation, you know, uh, guns all blazing. He said what it actually was, was it, it was was like that, but it was, uh, it, was a, it was a CIA safe house, and he compared it to something that was in Benghazi. And he said this is where they would go for meetings and you know, meet with people, but it was a, pretty much like a CIA safe house. And that's where they had that server, and that they came in and took it. So uh, when he said CIA safe house, I'm like, oh, so I guess the dirty CIA had it, right? Right, right. Obviously. Right. And, uh, uh, and uh, the lady the right, in it right now, <laughs> she's as deep state as they come. <laughs> so I fully expect. Uh, I fully expect our president to use our military uh, to finish up what needs to be done here because the CIA okay, and that's, that's what the I FBI to has proven themselves to be untrustworthy. Yeah, and I, cause I was just researching all this stuff on the national emergencies and this executive order, and so that's something I really wanted to talk about and um, and the military coming in. So um, let me – I found – I was going to go through the – I actually printed out the executive order, and I was going to print it out. I was going to go through it line by line on this show so that everybody covered it. But uh, right before the show, I actually ran across an article that explained it uh, a lot shorter and way better than I could have done that. So I normally don't like to just read on the show. I think that's a radio no-no. But uh, I'm going to make an exception this time because it's kind of complex. And so uh, this article was from um, a guy named Kevin Jackson. It's called Trump's Brilliant Pre-Election Executive Order That Trapped Democrats. And uh, he says, what I have to share today is a nuclear bomb if true. All indications are that the information is true, and it begins with something President Trump did on September 12, 2018, before the midterm elections. On that day, the president issued an executive order titled Executive Order on Imposing Certain Sanctions in Event of a Foreign Interference in a <clears throat> United States Election. Now, here's an excerpt from the executive order. By the authority vested in me as president of the Constitution and the laws of the United States of America, including the Emergency Economic Powers Act, the National Emergency Act, Section of the Immigration and Nationality Act of 1952 and Section 301 of Title III United States Code, I, Donald J. Trump, President of the United States of America, find the ability of persons located in whole or in substantial part outside of the United States to interfere in or undermine public confidence – and I think that's important – public confidence in United States elections, including through the unauthorized accessing of election and campaign infrastructure – or covert dis- distribution of propaganda and disinformation constitutes an unusual and extraordinary threat to national security and foreign policy in the United States. Although there is no evidence of a foreign power altering the outcome or vote tabulation in any United States election, foreign powers have historically sought to exploit America's free and open political system. 
In recent years, the proliferation of digital services and internet-based communication has created significant vulnerabilities and magnified the scope and intensity of the threat of foreign interference, as illustrated in the 2017 Intelligence Community Assessment. I hereby declare a national emergency to deal with this threat. Now, the executive order declared a national emergency that remains in effect to this day. And according to D.C. Dirty Laundry, the election was con- conducted under this state of emergency, a crucial point to understanding what they report next. The article begins, Unauthorized Accessing of Election Infrastructure. In the executive order, the president also states that people, organizations located in part outside the United States are known to be able to interfere in or undermine public confidence in the United States election, including through the unauthorized accessing of election and campaign infrastructure or the convert distribution of propaganda and disinformation. If you're starting to see how this ties into CNN and the New York Times and the Washington Post and MSNBC, you're not alone. All of these organizations, as you'll see soon, have been caught under this emergency declaration of foreign interference in the United States election, aided by complicit corporations on United States soil. Now let's understand the ramifications here. Every news organization as well as every Democrat operative falls under this executive order. The article continues. The executive order further states that this foreign interference in the United States election constitutes an unusual and extraordinary threat to the national security and foreign policy of the United States. Why is this relevant to anything? We're seeing right now with this massive uh, election fraud carried out by the Democrats in the deep state because Dominion Voting System is a Canadian company, and Cytel is run out of Spain. Dominion is a foreign-owned company which makes Dominion-based election theft a foreign interference issue. Now, why? Uh, who else does this uh, executive order potentially involve? Well, a couple of big-name leftists. Skydle, by the way, is connected to George Soros and the Democrats, and according to TGB, Bill Gates also owns stock in Sactel. Dominion is Canadian, and Sactel is from Spain. Both represent foreign interference in United States elections with data routed through servers in Germany. Another voting company called Skydle, also widely used United States elections, is located in Spain. This executive order is a game changer, as the national emergency order specifically calls for seizure of all assets of entities that have directly or indirectly engaged in, sponsored, concealed, or otherwise been complicit in foreign interference in a United States election. Now consider the political recourse, the seizure of Facebook, Google, all media outlets, and assets of individuals like the aforementioned Bill Gates. George Soros, and the thousands of minions that will be outed. It's better. It gets better. The article continues. But that's not even the full extent of what's demanded by this executive order. In Section 8, the order explains that the term person also means a partnership, association, trust, joint venture, corp- corporation, group, subgroup, or other organization. In other words, any media organization – that's assisted in covering up or assisted foreign interference in a United States election is specifically targeted by this executive order. Further, in the definition sections, the executive order explains the term election infrastructure means information and communications technology and systems used by or on behalf of the federal government or the state or local government in managing the election process, including voter registration databases, voting machines, voting tabulation equipment, and equipment for the Secure transmission of elected results. 
Now, this would include the Dominion voting systems as well as all other voting systems used in the recent election. Now, things get really interesting when you consider foreign interference. Now, the article explains that any covert, fraudulent, deceptive, or unlawful actions or attempted actions of the of a foreign government or any other person acting as an agent of or on behalf of a foreign government undertaken with the purpose or effect of influencing, undermining confidence in, or altering the results or reported results of the election or undermining public confidence in election processes or institutions. Now, note the important words of altering the results or reported results of the election. Now, this is exactly what big tech and the lying fake news media have done to America. It's more, like, it's more than just a crime. It's treason, and it fell right into this national emergency trap that Trump, the maestro, publicly announced in 2018, which now means that all these corporations and organizations can have their assets seized literally overnight. Well, this leaves a little right. wiggle room for all the people in the food chain, in particular the media. Now, the part that gets is the most interest to me is the raiding of a server farm in Spain. Now, according to the Gateway Pundit, the United States government, once they determined that this Dominion server was involved in switching votes, then the intelligence community began to search for the server and discovered that the server was in Germany. Now, in order to get access to this server and have it available for use in a legal manner, they had to have the State Department work in tandem with the Department of Justice. They had to request that the government of Germany co- cooperate in allowing the seizure of the s- server. And the appropriate documents uh, required to affect that kind of seizure were put into place, signed off, in, and it appears there was also U.S. military support in this operation. Now, the U.S. military was not in the lead, but this helps explain why Esper was fired and Miller and Cash Patel were put in its place, so that the military would not interfere with this operation in any way. By getting hold of the server, they are now going to have direct evidence of when they were instructed to stop counting. They will also discover who gave the direction to stop the counting and who initiated the algorithm that started switching the votes. Now, the CIA was completely excluded from this operation. Uh, Congressman Lewis Gomert mentioned this raid in an interview on Brighton.com. And according to DC Laundry article, the raid appears to have targeted the CIA's Frankfurt server farm operation. They write, we also now have confirmation from WikiLeaks documents that the CIA used a data center in Frankfurt as a remote hacking base to rig U.S. elections. DW.com reported WikiLeaks re- released a trove of CIA documents on Tuesday that it claimed revealed details of its secret hacking arsenal. The release included 8,761 documents that it claimed revealed details of malware, viruses, trojans, weaponized zero-day exploits, malware remote control systems, and associated documentation. The leaks purportedly revealed that top-secret CIA units used in the German city of Frankfurt and Maine as the starting point for numerous hacking attacks on Europe, China, and the Middle East. German Daily, and I can't say the name of this. It's just I don't speak German, but it's the name of some German Daily, reported the building was known to be home of a vast network of intelligence personnel, including CIA agents, NSA spies, military Secret Service personnel, Department of Homeland Security employees, and Secret Service employees. It's reported that the Americans also had established a dense network of outposts and shell companies in Frankfurt. It appears the CIA was using the same foreign data center to hack the U.S. elections and got caught. 
This is precisely why, as the Gateway Pundit reports, the CIA was kept completely out of the server raid operation that just took place in Germany. The raid was likely leveled out against the CIA's own server farm that ran the remote Dominion hacking operation the night of the election. Now, Trump, Team Trump is in the process of gathering irrefutable evidence of criminal conclusion to carry out election interference and cover up trails that will lead directly to big tech, targeted censorship, and collusion with China. And the fake news, left-wing media, gaslighting propaganda campaign to cover up the evidence in foreign uh, collusion. So if this information is remotely true, we are in for one hell of a ride over the next few weeks, and it's going to be biblical. <laughs> Absolutely biblical. Oh, yes. I mean, it is, uh, it is, you know, and uh, as you touched on, uh, how that Dominion hacking system works is, okay, they said, they're like, okay, we have to have, you know, 63, I'm just pulling a number out of there, 63% of the vote to win this state, right? So as the other vote comes in, you know, it's set on 63%. And, uh, as long as the other votes come in aren't overwhelming, it's going to handle it. Right? Now we get to why they stopped the count, because the vote for Trump was so overwhelming that they had to stop and reset their algorithm to cover the amount of votes they needed. That's why you had uh, Michigan, for an example, 173,000 votes just come out of nowhere and that sort of thing. So they really shot themselves in the foot when they shut down the count and, uh, in these various states and stuff. And uh, the Georgia recount is a hoax completely. Uh, it needs to be redone again because they didn't match any signatures or anything. So, I mean, you know, we talked about it. We talk about it all the time. But what you have here is a full-fledged, coup attempt that was supposed to come to fruition uh, during this election. You know, uh, they had to figure out what they were going to do. Trump was going to lose badly, uh, supposedly in a landslide. Now, Sidney Powell, who leads his uh, legal team, that woman is an absolute genius. I love her to death. And when Sidney Powell goes on television and said they found uh, at least 2.7 million votes voted for our Release the crackers. It's election today. Uh, listen, listen. Uh, I got to interrupt you. Listen. Release the kraken. <laughs> Release the kraken. I was waiting for you. <laughs> uh, I like it. One more time. Okay. Hang Release on. the kraken. Release the kraken. <laughs> all right. I'm sorry. I've been waiting for you to bring her name up all night. <laughs> but uh, I mean she is just If there's one person In this country at this time That absolutely Makes the deep state Tremble in fear It's this woman Sidney Powell She is absolutely a firehouse uh, And she I mean she is somebody That you just would not want to mess with And uh, Release Release the Kraken I don't know where we're going to, you know, with everything that's going on, because as you said earlier, uh, with the except, with the exception of Newsmax and OA, uh, and, and the rest of all Fox included, 
uh, have been doing nothing, but it's been a propaganda uh, push, you know, to get the American people to buy in that Biden won this election. As you said early, the office of president-elect is a complete hoax. One, there's never been one any time in history. There's not one now, and it's not even constitutionally allowed or called for. So you're 100% correct on the propaganda blitz. Now, where this is going from here, I do not know. Uh, I've always uh, known that he was going to have to take out – I've always known that they were planning a blackout because, one, he set up that national uh, emergency system. And when he did that, my spidey senses, my gut instinct just told me right then and there that he was going to – there was going to be a blackout. So then I said, okay, I detected from that. Y'all, I'm just going to go outside for a second. I have to go outside for a second so if you hear my dog barking, I'm so sorry. It's usually Russell's dog's not mine, but tonight it might be mine. (laughs) But uh, I always knew there was going to be a blackout. Now, with this executive order and what I just went over, there's a really good possibility that uh, – hang on one second. Someone's about to go. They have to follow me and bark like crazy and go bark at everything if I'm out here. You know, they're so protective. But uh, with if that executive order's online with this, that would explain how he's going to take them out. So they thought they were going to censor us, and their plan, the deep state's plan, is that they're going to censor us whenever all this election stuff comes out. So, you know, the best move that he would make, if you think about it, is what? Go after going to defense before <laughs> they do that, right? Take them out. Right. Don't let them push their narrative anymore. And then the only person well, that has I the think... narrative is Trump. Trump has a narrative with right. the executive, with the uh, emergency, uh, the telephones, right? Emergency alerts. Well, well you know, and, and thankfully, thankfully, a lot of people uh, are aware of what's going on and of this propaganda uh, blitz. Uh, Fox News, who was everybody's favorite forever, until they took a Wasn't hard mine. Left time. I've been being told them for two years. I haven't watched them in two but, years. Uh, 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 their ratings have gone completely through the floor. Uh, they're in a panic over there. This is a fact. Uh, Morning Joe uh, with uh, uh, Morning Joe and MSNBC beat Fox uh, News. Good Morning America, if you can believe that. I don't I mean, they have, I don't completely We don't have cable. Go ahead. I said, we don't even have cable. Sorry, I was coming in my house. I was making a little racket. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, I just, uh, I get I get most of my news. I do trust Newsmax, OANN. Uh, a lot of my stuff I get from the forward news because they actually cover the stuff. Uh and, and I don't even understand how uh, Biden has not been uh, uh, arrested yet. I mean, Ukraine has actually indicted him on bribery charges in the Ukraine. And media is not going to cover any of that. Uh, where's Hunter Biden? Where's his laptop? All that stuff. Uh, it's just a mess. And I can't, uh, I don't know. I don't think. If this doesn't get straightened out, if these people don't get indicted, taken to trial for all this stuff, I mean, I've been listening, talking to a lot of people, Hurricane, and uh, just not, you know, just not a normal group of stuff outside of that, different places and stuff. And uh, I don't think the 
it's they're not really gonna have it's gonna get it's getting cleaned up now. You know, they vote. We voted unanimously twice for President Trump to drain the swamp, and he's gonna drain it, and they're right. gonna deal with it. You know, <laughs> and well, and uh, it's gonna they're stuff. gonna do everything they can to stop collateral loss. But listen, I want to ask you a question on this National Emergency Act. So I started researching it because of that executive order, right? And I wanted to say, right. well, if this is true because I'm really excited because I I feel like it is true because that's the that that's that's a great move, okay? And that's I knew he had to have something in plan, and I forgot about that executive order, but uh, I I saw it again, and I was like, oh, I forgot about that, you know? Well, I went and researched the National Emergency Act, and basically it said that it empowers the president to uh, take special temporal powers during crisis. They said that he can call it if the nation is threatened by crisis. Uh, an emer- or some kind of emergency situation, but then when he right. declared a national emergency, that it isn't limited to the military or just war situation, and that declaring uh, a national emergency isn't limiting the military or. And then he said that the, uh, when the president does that, make a formal declaration, which he did with an executive order, he specified what authority would be used. He did that in the executive order, and then uh, I noticed that it said that. He has 136 emergency powers delegated to him under this, and only 13 of those, so that still leaves uh, quite a, 123 that aren't. 13 you have to get declaration from Congress, and then 123 you don't. So that's a lot of emergency powers delegated. you know. And then it said uh, that some of these allowed them to seize property, assign military forces abroad, martial law, restrict travel, and basically – some, a lot of control of the lives of, of citizens, essentially. And but it did say that Congress and the Supreme Court could modify or limit or revoke some of these special powers if it was unconstitutional. But we know our president's smarter than that, so he's he loves our constitution. He always knows he's a, that's his ace in the hole is following the constitution and having a constitutional Supreme Court, you know. But uh, what I found interesting was it said that that these executive orders that they expire, uh, not the, the executive order, but the uh, National emergency actually expires after a year unless the president renews them. And then it also said, and by Biden notifying Congress. So I don't know. Maybe I didn't have time to do a deep dig to see if that's a verbal. Is it written? Is it just a letter? You know. And then it said that every six months that Congress actually reviews these uh, uh, national emergencies, which you would hope they would review more than that, right? But uh, so that means if this is in effect, this, if, if this is in effect, this like this article says, that means that he's continued to renew it to Congress. He's notified them by Congress and kept it each year, you know, renewed it, which means that so it was in September 2018, September 2019 would have been one year, September 2020 would have been two years. Jeez. So that means that he yeah. would have had to two different times notify Congress. That he wants to keep it, you know, going, and that means they would have at least four times renewed renewed it. So the Congress is well aware of this executive order, and if they're well aware of this executive order, it could absolutely show the increasing amount of panic that we're seeing with the impeachment, with the desperate measures that they're taking. They're rushing with the COVID. You know, it's really sloppy. It's really obvious to see the deep state's been, you know, making a lot of mistakes in their maneuvering. Very sloppy. They're just horrible, 
criminals, okay? They're just so stupid. They can't even be good criminals, okay? And they just leave a mess everywhere. They always screw up. Even with their false flags, they always screw it up, you know? <laughs> you know what I mean? They can't do anything right, you know? So I don't know. I wasn't – I guess my whole point is I wasn't able to do a deep dive and prove that he had uh, renewed them each year. But I am assuming that he is because I've been covering President Trump since the day he came down the elevator. And so – you know, my Anon friends on the chance, they'll call me, you know, a China fag because I studied China. But you could also call me a Trump fag because I've studied him and covered him. And, uh, you know, I, everything he's done, I've watched him. And you know this, you know, I've been obsessed, right? And so it's my guess okay. to think that, uh, that he would do that because based on his, just the way he does stuff, you know, he's very thorough. But what do you think about that? Well, I think that, uh, I think that. He has enough constitutional emergency powers to do what needs to be done. Uh, I'm just not to, not to get off the subject, but it just I just absolutely I don't even know what word to use, Hurricane. Whether it's stunned or amazed or what it is, that these people are so corrupt, they don't care that you know they cheated. They don't care that you know they ran this coup. Uh, they uh, they consider they literally consider themselves to be untouchable. They do, and uh, they do. They the, do the they, they have their Luciferian God that they feel like protects them. Also, well, I had to remember that you know this is a spiritual war that's empowering these people. You know, that empowers right. them with that false confidence. Right, and I, I mean, we're think, dealing uh, with witches. I'm not trying to get out there all conspiracy, but this is Wolfpack Radio, and everybody knows I love a good conspiracy. But the fact of the matter is witches are real, and it's like this. Either you believe the Bible or you don't, and if you believe the Bible, you have to believe all of the Bible. And if you don't believe all of it, then you don't really believe it. And in the Bible, David, before he was all famous, he played the harp for Saul. King Saul, he was Jonathan. His Saul's son, Jonathan's friend, was David, and Saul was, was being tormented by demons. So that means one, demons are real, right? And so right. David would play the harp to soothe him. So the vibrations, the music, the, the glory to God, everything David played was to God, ran the demon off. Okay, So there's power in that. It ran the demon off, and that's the only time Saul could sleep. And you see with this corona lockdown, they're trying to keep us from singing, from praying, from gathering in churches, especially the Jews. They're really down on the Jews. Okay, They don't want none of us worshiping God because why? Because they're trying to get all the power they can get. And, but then Saul couldn't sleep, so he went to a witch. I think it's the witch indoor, but I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's right, but not 100%. And he went to her and asked her to raise Abraham. And Abraham comes up from the ground from, and says, why do you wake me? You know, I'm sleeping, you know, showing that spirits can come back up and communicate. You know, and witchcraft is real. And the Bible tells us to stay away from witches. We know that Hillary Clinton and all them were in a satanic ring, that she's a witch. I mean she's been open about this. I've got clip after clip after clip that's not conspiracy. Newspaper articles where she joined in the New York Coven, clips of her being in the Los Angeles Coven back in the 90s. She's a witch. So you're talking about a lot oh, yeah, of yeah. You know, power. And it's very satanic cult. Uh, next time you see a picture of Chelsea Clinton, look at the crowd yeah. she wears around her neck. It's I know. upside down. Bill Gates and, watch uh, too. She has the same one. I mean, demons are very real. And, you know, you can see people. You know, I know it's hard for some people to understand that, but 
anybody that can do the things to a child that is necessary to get them their uh, adrenochrome, uh, adrenochrome, I'm sorry, it's very, uh, it's it's demonic. And you look at some of the eyes on those people. Uh, uh, what's her name? Lori Lightfoot, the uh, mayor of uh, Chicago, I think. Yes. I mean, no, you look yes, at her picture use, 10 years ago, and you look at her now, and you can tell that these people are uh, uh, demon-filled. I mean, it's just they not are. normal. I know that sounds like conspiracy, but if you believe in the Bible and you read it, it is all there. And these people honestly, absolutely, 100% know that Satan is running things on the earth right now, and they believe that they're untouchable. They can't be hurt. Right. And I would tell you right now, with the exception of our military, our president is standing alone. Well, he's got the we people. Fight. We have a caller. Let me uh, get this caller. They might want to weigh in on what you're talking about in one second. How are you doing? I actually remember to share the number. Hello. Hi. Welcome Hello. To this is Hi. My name is Nathan from Orlando. I was sitting here listening to you guys. Enjoying your conversation, but when you got to the part and you started talking about God and, and, and reading the Bible, but listen, I want to tell you something, and whether your mind can get around it or not, this is the way it is in life. In the Bible, it starts out saying, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. If you cannot believe that, you will not believe the Bible, because you're going to read the Bible and you're going to read about people walking on water Oceans open up A guy being healed You're going to see a guy taking off Up into the sky in the clouds If you cannot believe that Then you're not going to believe it But in reading the Bible You begin to get that faith God put that faith in us And it's in us Okay, Just like whenever you're driving down the road You you, you see the green light You drive through it without even questioning If those people are going to uh, stop at the red light, and if anybody doesn't stop, then then you you know you know what the problem is. It, it isn't your faith; is this guy not doing his part? But but if you you can't, you just God put faith in us, and I've I've always said there you cannot uh, uh, atheists cannot exist; they don't exist because their philosophy is just a, a, a mental gymnastics, and they've never put out. The information that proves there is no God. I just was really excited about you, that when you started talking. Oh, that's good. I was right. You either believe it or you don't. You know. Well, you, and it's in us. It's in us. Faith is in us. You know, when you're born, right. guess what? You have a natural faith to cling to your mom. Okay, and if your mom lets you down, you know your your faith is damaged. But you go through life with this expectation of getting your needs met. And everybody hurts you, but you you still see that you got a fight of faith that's naturally implanted in your heart, you know. But if yeah, yeah that's it's, it's just this. So so that's that. But I really enjoyed that. I'm 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 gonna hang up and just keep listening. But I was just thinking about that part when you got to it. You guys got a great show. Here. Well, I appreciate that. Thank you. I've been yeah. Thank you very much. Right. Had a little bit of anxiety to get on the air, and I've been kind of a little bit shy. Uh, I was on a radio show for a long time, and 
Well, y'all know. But our caller hung up, so. But I, I haven't been doing as many shows, and I do. I have had some anxiety, and uh, uh, my my uh, two of the people I did radio with were both killed. And were, well, one died and one was killed. And it kind of traumatized me a little bit, and then uh, I finally got to where I, and it was my friend Ron and, and LaVoy Finnegan, and Ron was our co-host with Russell and Joseph and I. And uh, <clears throat> I finally got to where I was able to start doing some radio again without having anxiety real bad, and I called into Russell's show. And Joseph's show, and uh, which is still my old show. And uh, when Joseph introduced everybody, he said, uh, "Me, Hurricane, and Ron." And he had a guy on there that he didn't tell me about named Ron. And it really messed me up because our friend Ron was the co-host that died, you know. And it kind of traumatized me, and I, I don't know. I just had a little bit of issue going on there. I get anxiety. Uh, that's why I haven't been doing as many broadcasts. I just want to apologize to my. Listeners out there, because I know I have a really good following, but I just, uh, you know, we, we go through a lot of stuff, and, you know, sometimes when people die, the things that remind you the most of them is the hardest, you know? And so my radio show is kind of, it's hard for me to get back on the saddle, but I'm back in the saddle now with my militia captain. So he has more, much more badassery than I, much more badassery. I'm just merely the student uh, of great. Uh, Russell here. He's a great militia man. He's a great patriot and a great veteran. Served our country. Uh, they're saying I'm well, you know, out. And, Okay. Well, you know, kind of getting back to what we were talking about there. You know, uh, uh, and it, we may have gotten off topic a little bit, but I think uh, I think it's I think it's an important point that we hit on there that uh, I think people don't truly understand the evil. That we were fighting here. I mean, uh, and it's not something that happened under Barack Obama. Uh, now he brought he he accelerated what was going on tremendously, but this goes all the way back to JFK. And uh, uh, JFK discovered this plan, and he made his uh, infamous speech seven days before uh, he was assassinated in Dallas, and he was talking about he had. Uncovered a plan to enslave uh, every man, woman, and child in the U.S., uh, and he was actually the first person. Uh, well, the only other person, of course, is our president Donald Trump, that has actually had the uh, tenacity and uh, the courage to take on these uh, uh, entrenched uh, bureaucrats known as the deep states, the intelligence agencies, and. Uh, that sort of thing, and uh, I mean, I just, that's one of the reasons why I love our president so much, is that, uh, I mean, okay, I know this is family show and stuff, but uh, for lack of a better way to describe it right now, that guy has got some really big brass balls, man, and I love him, and he's not a uh, politician, and, you know, here's a man who, a multi-billionaire, uh, making a good living, beautiful wife, wonderful family, uh, and you know <laughs> it's amazing. You look at his family; there's no drug addiction, no nothing like that. Him and uh, his wife has done an absolute wonderful job of raising that family and stuff like that. And here's a man that worked his butt off, had all the comfort in the world that a man could ever want or crave to have, and he hung that up and put it all on the line to come fight for you and I. And uh, 
the United States and everybody listening out there. And he has fought with such tenacity, and he's got no quit in him. And uh, I tell you what, uh, we could not have a better man sitting in the White House during this time period in our history than Donald J. Trump. And uh, I'd just like to ask about everybody to uh, remember uh, him and his family and your prayers and uh, pray for his safety because i tell you what, right now, uh, he is in a tenacious spot and a very dangerous spot. Yeah, you're right, he is. Very brave. But, you know, I might want to just add a little disclosure to let people know that even though I was on the Trump uh, – in the Colt 45 from day one on the elevator, Russell wasn't. Russell was damn near close to a never-Trumper, if you ask me. But Donald Trump has proven himself, and Russell was open, open-minded open enough as the patriot to see this, you know, and see that, that this man earned his respect, and you see the respect he has. But that's true, right, Russell? Oh, that is a hundred percent correct. Uh, doing the primary, uh, I I, th- I I thought Trump was the worst thing that could happen to this country. I thought, you know, another rich billionaire. You know, that's the last thing this country needs. Yankee, <laughs> Yankee, and, uh, <laughs> I, I, New York Yankee, and a Yankee, and uh, 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 I did not vote for him in the primary. I did not vote for Trump in primary. <laughs> we love him, and uh, <laughs> yeah, we do. But uh, I did you not do. vote for President Trump in the primary, and actually got elected. I was not a fan, but uh, like I said. Uh, uh, we go way, way back, Hurricane and I, uh, doing this sort of thing, and I started watching and paying attention to what the man was doing, and uh, I am a 100% supporter of the man now, and uh, uh, I don't think – I think he's the best president in our history, to tell you the truth. I don't think you can oh, name yes, anyone that has done he's what he has done for the country and you and I. Right. Uh, we got a caller. You know, I usually don't take okay. callers. I usually don't take callers because we always get those, you know, we get prank calls and stuff. And that one time I had my church friend zone, and remember that guy was talking about all the body parts and sexually. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's horrible. <laughs> all right. Yeah, it was. Wait, so Hello, Ann. Welcome to Wolfpack Radio. Hello. Hi, Russell. Um, hey, um, Hello. Hi. Um, Lee. Hey, it's um, Lee. You guys, it's Lee. Yes. It's Lee from yes. Melissa. Yeah. Oh, okay. Lee, how are you doing, you guys, sir? Very good, sir. Um, you guys discuss and you um, explain very clearly about um, the elitists and um, you know who they are, but you didn't describe how they work. And um, I just like to describe that for a second here. I'd um, love that. They use, I'd love that. Okay. Um, you know. They use a kind of mind control. You know, hypnosis is a very powerful drug. Um, they use hypnosis when you're watching the media to bring emotions to people. They're using, um, they're bypassing the limbic system in your brain, which um, blocks the reason part of your brain. And they go directly to the animal instincts, the emotion of anger, hatred. And all that stuff, lusts, 
and they go directly to that to control the people. Now, what they're doing is they're creating a bunch of zombies out there. And, um, you know, like you say, the people at the top, they're devil worshippers. I'm not going to get into that. But they are um, creating people, and they're um, bypassing their morality, and um, people don't think critically. And, uh, you know, they're um, depositing um, thoughts into people's minds. And when you have emotions and thoughts, it creates actions. So that's all I wanted to say is um, don't underestimate our opponents. Don't underestimate these people. They've create they're creating them in the schools. They're creating them out there. These peoples are you know I, I understand cults a little bit, and I understand communism. These people um, create uh, you know these zombies that will go out there and go on the streets and do things, and and their final goal is chaos. They want chaos and they want revolution and they want war. They want um, the Christians, most specifically Christians and Jews, they want them suppressed, and they want them depressed. They want us to be sad and to lose our faith, and that's how they're going to control us. In communist countries, that's what they do. The people have their eyes down. They have their heads down. They're in despair. They're in, um, they suffer. They're in poverty. They're in lack, and that's what they want to bring on to the Christians. They want to suppress them, and they want to bring them down. So that's what I wanted to say real quickly is the the method that, that they're doing. So I'm going to hang up. God bless you both. Oh, oh, God. God. Uh, thanks for calling in, Lee. Oh, my God. Uh, he's been on here the whole uh, time. He's great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, man. He's, uh, I love Lee, man. Uh, very, very good people there. And he made some valid points, you know. And I think uh, if you really – you really want to make a comparison in that now I'm talking generality here now and stuff like that. Uh where the people that are in power now, the elitists that exist as they are, if you look back in history and stuff like that, uh the American Christian, uh and it doesn't uh Moral American doesn't matter what color, black, white, or whatever. They are slowly turning us into the enemy, and uh, if we don't stop this now, uh, and it's going to take a lot of prayer to do and stuff like that, we are slowly becoming uh, the Jewish people of 1938 Germany. In my yeah, humble opinion. Trying to already telegraph that they had a movie slated right when Corona hit, where they were actually hunting down and killing Trump supporters. And uh, Lee, if you're listening, Sensei, uh, I'll see you Saturday. And also, I, my next show I'm actually planning on I'm doing. I was thinking maybe tomorrow night. It's over this uh, two things. One, it's, it's called the Vincent Strategy, and it's a uh, strategy group that worked with Hillary Clinton in no uh, October of 2016. It's, uh, game plan for the deep state for uh, essentially how they could really do some horrible things to Americans to stop the election, and it's just crazy stuff. And But the stuff that's listed in there is stuff that they're using now, and one of them was Black Lives Matter. I don't want to give away my host show, but one of, one of theirs was Black Lives Matter. Well, now kind of switching subject a little bit, I actually videotaped some of these uh, Atlanta militia that was out there the that were threatening to come and take our land in Texas and all that stuff. And I slow mode on one of the guys, and his eyes uh, row all the way around in his head. I mean, it's 
it's demonic, okay? And I slow motioned it. It's no editing on it or anything, so I just slowed it down. And when you look at this guy, I'm like, are they even human? And then today I was watching this uh, video on End Times Production. I just love them. And uh, they did one over uh, these uh, Satanists and elitists creating this huge hundreds, thousands of people that are exactly what Lee said. So that's so weird that he said that. But that they're you know they're brainwashed as uh, like a baby and start being brainwashed almost like the, I guess MK almost like the MK Ultra, and then a lot of times they'll be 15 or 16 years old and not even know what's inside of them, you know, and then they're just programmed like you know, and that he was talking about how they're going to unleash all them on us to start a war just like what Lee was saying they want to do, and that it was to I'm gonna have to listen to this I was driving while I was listening to it so I didn't get it real thoroughly but essentially using these people as a way to try to with all this. Care and chaos and negative energies to usher in the Antichrist. Well, and you so, know, and exactly. And if you yeah. think about it, Hurricane, uh, our school system, public school system, government run school system, has been turning out, uh, uh, not to the extent to what, you know, you're talking about going on there, but uh, I'm telling you, we have. Uh, 20, 21-year-old, we have college graduates that could pass uh, an eighth-grade civics class from the 70s and stuff. Uh, they're working on it. And then uh, go a little bit further, you have the left, uh, AOC and others, calling out for uh, uh, list, you know, Trump supporters and stuff like that. Uh, they need to be blackballed. Uh, you know, uh, we're going to pay for this and all that. So, I mean, we're watching what you're, what you're talking about and what Lee was talking about happening right. right before our eyes. Right. And I am going to be covering that more on the next show, so I'm really glad that he brought that up. But changing subjects, I do want to change the subject because it's uh, we've been on the uh, air for an hour now. So I want to, if you don't mind, shuffle over to this other part I wanted to cover. And uh, – I never can say this name, this guy's name, right? But it's Dr. Steve Penitzkitz. P i e z c z e n. Penitzkitz, I guess. Pizinic. Dr. Pizinic. And it's just for some reason it's so difficult for me to say it. I say it all the time. I'm always talking about this guy, and I've been following him for many years. Now he's a really famous guy. If you get a chance to go Google him and check it all out, his resume is insane. Very respected guy. And there's no reason for him just to come out and put himself on the line with some kind of fraudulent stuff. Now, he came out in 2016. I'm going to play you all that clip in a minute. Uh, and he was talking about how that there was an alliance and that they were not going to let Hillary Clinton take this election. And it's very interesting what he said. He just came out of nowhere and just came – and then guess what happened? We won the election. And come on, every person listening to this Except for maybe Lee, because Lee is such an optimist, and Ron. Ron was such an optimist, but probably everybody else in the world believed that even though we knew that Donald Trump was going to win, we honestly believed that Hillary Clinton was going to somehow steal the election with cheating. We knew that, you know. We just knew it. I didn't couldn't even watch it because I just knew it, you know. I just knew it, and uh, but it, that didn't happen. And just like he said with his alliance, well, it was right after that, and he talks about uh, this kind of. Digital warfare kind of stuff, and not long after that, General Flynn and I'm going to play out that clip also. Also, began talking about these digital soldiers and an online insurgency, and uh, it's very interesting because it was only one year after that that uh, Q started posting, which I 
because this will always believe it's general plan, okay? You're never going to convince me it's not, <clears throat> especially after reading his book. And uh, <clears throat> I'm really convinced that he is, that is from, he's part of that. And I believe, I believe that, I know that Q's real. I've seen too many proofs. And, you know, a lot of people don't understand what Q is, but basically it's, it's a way that Donald Trump and General Flynn and some in- uh, insiders with Q clearance. Uh, level patriots were able to get some information to us and bypass the media because we'd never get the truth. And they didn't brainwash us. They didn't tell us wrong things. They just gave us little crimes. But they brought it to 4chan and 8chan, which is nothing but a bunch of nerds. All we just uh, just nerdy people that sit around and research. So one person might spend their whole life researching planes or plane bags. One person might study how all of every single boat in the world works and their boat bags. I'm the trying it back, you know. And so that's all we do. So you put these little crumbs here, and anons research because they're the nerdiest people in the world, and they want to see the dough. They want to they want to see the sauce. You know, they want to know. Where's the evidence for this? They want real research, and that's probably why I'm a good researcher. And Russell, you know, everyone knows I'm a good researcher. And uh, oh yeah, and so I take it seriously. It's just I'm a nerd. That's what we do. <laughs> you know, so, and uh, yeah, and so um, so this is uh, if what Doctor Pazinik says, I said it. Yeah, I did it. Doctor Pazinik said is true, which I think it is. And then Q, which I believe is real, also then. You would understand why I've been so calm about this whole election, you know. And I don't know how many people that I've helped to not jump off a ledge by saying, "Look, that's not what's going on. This is a thing. We are, um, you know, we've got this. Don't worry about it. We're craning the swamp." You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. anyway, getting back to the story, and, tw- and now we don't hear from Doctor Pazinik for four years, and then all of a sudden he's back on the air last week. Again, right before the election, just like last time, and he comes – and what he said last time came true, and he gets on there, and he says that uh, uh, this, that he has permission to share this and that uh, this was an election sting that in the official papers for the ballots, the government papers had a watermark. And right. so they gave everybody the paper that, for the ballots, and I guess the different states or someone print on the paper, you know, who their people were. And uh, but supposedly, I guess they knew that China was going to be trying to duplicate these ballots. And so, in order to find a way to distinguish the real ballots from the United States government versus the Chinese fake ballots that look identical with the identical watermark. They used a special kind of technology and embedded an almost undetectable tiny RF, uh, RDIF chip in, in these watermarks. And so they will be able to tell which ones are fake and which ones are real. Now, that's what Dr. Uh, Pacinic said when he came on. It was also leaked by Dr. Charlie Waters, who's an insider and a very reliable uh, source. And also by David Wilcox, who is a conspiracy guy on uh, Ancient Aliens, but he has about 4 million followers, you know. And he's also been reporting on this alliance since before Q started posting. And I think that Q and the alliance are the same. And also, uh, if this is all true, then this means when you listen to what Steve says, Dr. Pazinik says, this has been going on for a while, you know, that they were doing this. Now, one video that I always play on my show, and I'll, I'll probably might even play it again tonight. I don't know. It's called "We Are the Plan" by Joe M. And he talks in his about a bunch of people got together, 
not necessarily just all Republicans, maybe Democrats, patriots. They wanted to take our country back after they saw what was happening to it, and they formed a plan that with the military. They were they had two options. They could either go in on a coup on Barack Obama, or they could find someone to legitimately win the election. Because with the coup, they didn't really have the support of the people, and they really wanted the support of the people. So they took a chance, and they said they asked Donald Trump to run for president, and and they had it all. So supposedly they have like, you know, copies of they've had it all, but they've been technically everything they've been telling us everything they've been doing, everything they've said has come true, and they said that as far as when they took that when this all goes down, they said they're going to turn on the whole damn temple, and it's going to be biblical. Okay, it's going to be biblical. So I'm really thinking that Donald Trump is going to be our president. She has told us a thousand times nothing can stop what's coming. So this this is going to happen. And apparently we have a lot more uh, help with the other countries than what they're portraying on the media because we were able to get all that paperwork in and get that server out of Germany, right? You know that article talked right. about that. But I wanted just to bring this to y'all's attention because I think it's really important to kind of calm us now. To see that there is a plan, and just because you don't see what is happening right at that very same moment, doesn't that's that's what you're supposed to because deception is part of war. And I'll play that to y'all in that little uh, uh, art of war thing. It's only like three minutes long, but it's so good. And you know, I had I have to remind myself sometimes to go back to my book because I get frustrated. Like, where's bar? Or I don't see the arrest happening, and then. Well, that's good because we're not supposed to. <laughs> you know, if you follow the art of war, they're slick, right? Okay, so I'm going to play the first right. one. It's going to be a, a, a clip from Dr. Pazinik, and then I'm going to play the uh, General Flynn one, which were only months apart from each other. And if you'll notice, I only really caught it today that they were actually so much alike, you know? So here you go. Right. On November 1, 2016, Hillary and Bill Clinton and their entourage of assistants affected a civilian coup. In contrast to the usual concept of a coup where the military is involved and takes over the White House and communication centers, very much like the scenarios you see in a movie, this coup was done silently and very effectively through two methods, corruption and co-optation. The Clintons had been involved in co-opting our White House, our judiciary, our CIA, our Federal Bureau of Investigation, our Attorney General Loretta Lynch, and our Director of the FBI, James Comey, for some time now. What they've done is to make sure that they were part and parcel of a group of people who were interrelated through political cronyism. However, in order to stop this coup, we in the intelligence community and others involved have informally gotten together and with their permission, I am beginning to announce that we've initiated a counter-coup through Julian Assange and WikiLeaks. What has happened in effect when uh, Comey had to open up the case of Hillary Clinton and discuss the emails that were involved with the Anthony Weiner case, it was not the case itself that was as important as the fact that this was the entree for many of us in the counter coup to say to the administration, we have your number. Not only do we have your number, we're going to stop you from making Hillary the president of the United States. And at the same time, we will convict and indict the president of the United States, Loretta Lynch, and many others who were involved in the cover-up of the massive corruption that occurred under the Clinton Foundation.
Now, in both cases, their coup was silent, and our counter-coup was silent, and it was all transgressed or occurred on the Internet. And this is probably the first time in the history of any country where a coup was initiated on through the Internet and a counter-coup was initiated through the Internet. I am just a small part of something far bigger than myself. It was the brave men and women who were in the FBI, the CIA, the Director of Intelligence, the uh, Military Intelligence, and men and women in 15 other intelligence organizations who were sick and tired of seeing this corruption in the White House, in the Justice Department, and in the intelligence system. And we decided that there was something we had to do in order to save the Republic. So we initiated a counter-coup through Julian Assange, who's been very brave and, and really quite formidable in his, in his ability to come forth and provide all the necessary emails that we gave to him in order to undermine Hillary and Bill Clinton. Again, America, we're going through a major, major transition and quite frankly, a second American revolution. We do not have guns, we do not have weapons, we do not intend to kill anybody, we do not intend to harm anybody. But we, the American public, and those of us who serve as veterans and in the intelligence service like myself, will stop the Clintons from assuming power that they don't deserve. At the same time, we will make certain that Obama leaves without any trail of a, uh, a pardon, or any other act of treason. In effect, we want a peaceful transition in this great American Republic. I bring you this news, and I want you to understand what has happened. A moment of history is occurring right now in front of us, and I'm proud to explain it to you. So that is, I know we have a caller, and I will get to you since we finished this clip, so I'm sorry you having to wait. Um, I'm going to play you this real quick one now from General Flynn, who is my hero. And that was a pretty amazing clip, isn't it? That's amazing. Okay, here's the next one. And we have an army, okay, as a, as a soldier and as a, as, a, uh, as a general, as a retired general. We have an army of digital soldiers. What we are now, what, what we call, I call them, because this was an insurgency, folks. This was run like an insurgency. This was irregular warfare at its finest in politics. And that, that story will, will continue to be told here. But we have what we call citizen journalists. Okay? Because, the, because the, the journalists that we have in our media did a disservice to themselves, actually, more than they did to this country. They did a disservice to themselves because they displayed an arrogance that is unprecedented. And so the American people decided to take over the idea of information. They took over the idea of information, and they did it through social media. Irregular warfare at its finest. We have an army of digital soldiers.
show will be redeemed. The sacrifice they make won't be in vain. The fight for freedom is all that remains. We're gonna tell the people's story and make it right. JT Wild singing Digital Soldiers, and it's a really badass video if you get the chance to check it out on YouTube. And he actually has that clip of General Flynn in there. And uh, if you listen to the lyrics, he talks about the Field of Flight. And Field of Flight is actually the name of General Flynn's book. I've read it, it's wonderful. I'd suggest everyone read it, and uh, it's awesome. But uh, JT Wild has uh, been a real big, huge part of helping General Flynn get raised funds and everything else for his legal team and give him support. And so if you ever get a chance, it's J.T. Wild, W-I-L-D-E. And he's been on my show, and he also lets me use his song, Where We Go When We Go Off, which is my URL, WWG1, WGA. But he lets me use his song for my intro. So you know that Cole Wolf song that says they call us deplorables? That's him. So anyways, all right, without any further ado, let me get my guest that's been on for nine minutes and six seconds, bless their heart. <laughs> and welcome to Wolfpack Radio. Hello. Hello. Okay, what I'd like to know is you uh, you just played a clip of Pinchesnik. Can you tell me when that was played? Uh, when he made November that announcement? November 2016. And on whose show? Yeah, I, I don't know what show it was, I watched who? it. Okay. Yeah, I watched it, and uh, I uh, watched it when it came out like a thousand times. And so it was right before the election. It was about a week before the election. came. It was just right before the election in 2016. And it just blew me away when it came out. Right. You know? And I was like, holy crap. Yeah, you know, I was giving it to everybody and sharing it, and then I got kicked off the yeah. and everything else. But do you know on whose show he was on? I do not, uh, but I can look it up real quick, probably. Okay. And the crazy thing about it is, check all right. this out. All right, so all right, so I was telling y'all that the reason I brought this all up is because this right before this election he came out again, and he's the one that leaked out the block. I know, it, right? 
But when I went yeah, to, I to research that. it earlier, I saw that. yeah, on that video is gone. On November 5th, yeah, he came out with an announcement that he, um, in an informal way, he and Trump had come out with a blockchain watermark on all the ballots in order because they anticipated the fraud that was going to happen. And as a result, they know where each ballot um, is and each, where each ballot was. Now, that was 14 days ago. Uh, so I'm wondering, uh, because he also said on that particular show, that um, the National Guard was, uh, was called up in order to make arrests, and the press, uh, the friendly press, was in on it. But the friendly press had agreed not to, uh, you know, not to blow the whistle yet, uh, because they were going to be ahead of themselves if they did, and arrests were imminent. Now that was 14 days ago, and the poor Trump campaign has gone through a whole lot of mess between then and now. And I'm wondering, when is this black, uh, this blockchain watermark? Uh, I think I know. To be I think I know. Revealed? I, I think that's okay. his actual. Second Trump card. I think the executive order is one, but the blockchain's the other. Those are his Trump cards. But I don't think he's going to use that Trump card if he doesn't have to. I think I've thought about this, so I'm so glad you asked this question because I just lay here and agonize it over the same question until I finally got an answer. And it came to me like, okay, so first he's going to go through the count, and then he's going to go through the certifications, and he's going to go to the court, you know, and he's going to try to get it flipped where he doesn't have to do all that stuff and get it announced as soon as possible, you know. So uh, in right. The, Art of War thing, it says the path of least, least resistance, right? And so I was like, okay, he's mm-hmm. be like water. He just wants to, you know, try to get the first results he can, you know, so that we don't have to go through any more agony, I guess. And the sooner the better. But then I think that'll be his, if all else fails, you know. I think he let that leak out. One, whether it was true or not true, he wanted it leaked out because he had two insiders that were reliable leak it, okay? So he wanted that information out, whether it was true or whether it wasn't true. But we just saw an art of war that deception is part of war. But what happened right after that was uh, that video came out, which, by the way, I can't find it. I looked for it today, and it's been scrubbed. I could not find that video, um, <clears throat> and I just looked at it a couple of days ago. Um, so. Let me okay. But, uh, let me give you a, let me give you a, where let me give you some advice point, where it might be. Okay, point, I don't no, know for sure uh, I, this, because yeah, this point, is the first time right I've heard it says like. Talking. Yeah. Yeah. Right after that information you can go leaked, to was band, the first thing that happened. Go to. Yeah. Go to band dot video. It may be there. Okay. Or Patreon. Band dot video. Not dot com. Not dot net. Band b a n n e d. Dot video. And maybe that video might be there. Well, okay. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. This is just my outsider thought on it. Okay, so you have these governors in these states. You know they were involved. They brought in the Dominion uh, machines. They got their kickbacks. Their family made money. Done like that. But until um, uh, I think Sidney Powell kind of let the cat out of the bag a little bit, but she was sitting there speaking, and she said, any state that certifies these results that are not have not been uh, 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 with the fraud and everything involved in them and stuff like that, they themselves are making them, uh, are, are 
becoming an accessory to the fact. So now if you wanted to take out the swamp in a big, big way and you have these uh, leftist states, uh, Democrat-run, whatever you choose to call it, why wouldn't you fight it through the bat, uh, through the courts, like Hurricane was saying, do the recounts and that sort of thing? And then if they certify what is known to be fraudulent uh, results, uh, it, when you Release drop the hammer, the take out all the China-owned uh, governors, too. That's just my thoughts on it. I don't right. know if anyone agrees with that or not. All right. Well, I didn't know well, about I know Sidney Powell and Julian Lee had a, um, had a press conference today. I haven't listened to it. I will listen to it later on. Now, if she's saying that today, that's what she's saying from what you've been talking about just now a few seconds ago. In my opinion, she's probably giving a warning to the states. Because once well, the certification was, uh, comes down and, and is official, once it's official, there may be nothing else that they can do. Because if it's official and January 20th comes along, then um, Biden gets inaugurated. If Biden it becomes the new president, then it becomes a brand, brand new, new ballgame. Right now, they've got the money to do what they can do. Without the money, after the inauguration, um, without the RNC chipping in, then you, they may not have um, anything to do. But you cannot have the recertif- you can't have the certification. Once the certification is in, it's official, it's done according to the Constitution, and whoever has the votes, they become the president. Now, in my optimistic opinion, Trump is going to win. And I'm hoping that before the certification comes down, and it's about two weeks before they do that, that the watermark comes out, that the, uh, the case in front of the Supreme Court gets heard, and that the people on the court actually can come down with a decision saying that this has been fraudulent and we don't need a recount. We need either an audit or as a result of the audit, we need a new um, re-election in Georgia and or in, or in Pennsylvania. Because if you have a recount, all you're doing is counting up the same bad ballots that got Biden the, uh, the votes to begin with. And we need to make sure that the observers are there. That's the purpose of going in front of the court. If the court says and comes down with an order, the Democratic um, observers and the Republican observers have to be in the room and they have to be allowed to view the ballot counting within six feet, forget about COVID, then Trump wins. What do you guys think about that? Right on target. Rosie, you want to take that? I like that. I know that Trump's going to be so amped for that. Yeah. But now, what I'm I hoping that Julie was, Hang on one second. One second. Uh-huh. Okay, hang on one second. Uh, so my point I was trying to say a while ago was uh, as soon as that blockchain information was released, what was the first thing that happened? I think it was either Wisconsin or Michigan. I want to say Michigan, but I'm not sure. said, oh, wait. We found a little glitch. It looks like this little thing was switched over, and somebody panicked is what happened. You know, As soon as that information came out, somebody panicked, and all of a sudden they didn't want to get blamed. They said, oh, look, we saw a little glitch, you know, and then that's what opened up the whole thing, uh-huh. right, um, the conversation. But I thought, well, that worked out. Whether it was good information or bad information, it's still working to shake them up pretty good. But I think it is real information on the blockchain. I really do, and I'm super amped about it. Uh, it makes total sense. And well, Trump I don't Micro, know about that. 
I don't know. Okay, because you didn't watch the November 5th um, video, and here's, an, here's a glitch in that. He said that on the Alex Jones show, um, on the David Knight show, as a matter of fact, David Knight, no, I'm sorry, he did, David Knight didn't even want Pachesnik on because he considers Pachesnik to be a CIA show. You know what? I, I remember right. now it was in the wars because when I went and researched it, I forgot that. I'm sorry. When I went and researched it, I saw that he was doing InfoWars, and then he did that show in 2016, and then he didn't go back on InfoWars again. And I thought that was really strange. So thank you. I forgot about that, where it was from. I, I'm just really tired tonight, so excuse me on that one. But, uh, yeah, when I was researching his video, I noticed that he didn't go back on the show after that. So I'm not a huge – well, he's, no, he's been on Alex Jones' show since then. too loud. Has he – yeah, well, he just screams a little. Yeah, bit he's, been, he's, been on, he's, he's been on the Joneses show. He hasn't he hasn't been on the David Knight show. He's been on the Owen Schroyer show, but now the David Knight show. David Knight considers him, like I said, a CIA show, because at one time Chesnick said that the people in Sandy Hook, nobody, uh, not Sandy Hook, remember that uh, massacre that occurred in, in uh, Las Vegas about either two to three years ago, when they yeah. were shooting from the. Um, from the sky, uh, began from the top of the buildings. Pachesnik said nobody got shot, so right then and there he um, he um, he didn't get uh, the the trust from uh, from David Knight. Schroyer likes him, Jones likes him. Yeah, he's been on the show before. I mean, afterwards, um, Pachesnik I, I kind of got has credibility that after after the uh, Trump got elected. I don't remember what he did. I'm really, I'm kind of, I've been chasing him. I've had my grandbaby all week. I'm not used to chasing a two-year-old, so I'm a little bit brain dead right now. It's been a long day, but uh, I, I remember he did say something after the election that kind of pissed me off, and I quit listening to him. So that's why I didn't hear from him for like four years. So he just talked back up. But uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they, if he intentionally maybe tried to make himself look a little bit less credible. He probably took a bunch of heat for making that 2016 video, you know. So then if he could get people off his ass by making mm-hmm. a few. You know, things where he doesn't look as credible that I could see that happening, you know, because in my opinion, when you look at his background though and stuff, I think he's, I think he is credible and, uh, he has, he's been, he's done some good work. I don't know. I've been fooled so many times. I used to like George Bush, you know, so I've, I fell for these people. (laughs) Really? Oh, wow. I never liked Bush. Uh. He's our neighbor. We loved him. I mean, he's our neighbor, literally like 20 Mm. miles. So yeah, of course we were excited, and yeah, I wasn't well, into politics then. I was yeah. I didn't know anything about politics. Uh-huh. I didn't care about politics. I didn't know. Oh okay. I was uh, I wasn't <laughs> red pill. <laughs> uh, yeah, all so right. I well, same thing with me. I didn't know much about politics until 2006 and 2007 when I formed a coalition for Ron That's, Paul. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah. Yeah, I went back to college and I took a, so a government class and a Texas history class and a. American history class, and it put a fire uh-huh. in my ass. Well, right at that time, it's when Barack Obama came into the picture. And so, next thing you know, I was a delegate and everything else. So I just kind of jumped head, to, head in. But I was a big Ron Paul fanatic. I really like Ron Paul. Uh, but Trump, I like Trump a lot more. So, uh, he's just oh, yeah. He got um, oh, yeah. I mean, uh, I'm glad. Right. I'm, I'm glad Trump got elected the first time. I didn't vote for him because I always considered Trump a megalomaniac. He probably is. But he's fulfilled some promises, and my fear about him was that I didn't want his button, his finger on the red button, because I thought he would really get us into wars. But luckily, he has been very effective at stopping conflicts. 
He's also arranged for the third uh, Middle Eastern um, agreement between the Jews and the Arabs so that they can become at least uh, a little bit, have a little uh, fewer conflicts. So he's been, he's been good. He has uh, done very well for the economy. He's done very well for individual sectors of people. He's been a very, very good president. And every time you talk to a liberal, the only trouble they have with him, and which they cannot seem to get their asses off, is that I don't like his personality. I don't like what he says. Um, he's divisive. And then when you try he's to pin him down, they are. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's not presidential. My, that's and what my cousin, cousin said. He's not presidential. <laughs> I said, we didn't hire him to be presidential. We hired him to drain the damn swamp. I said, do you want a chihuahua guard in your house yeah. or a pit bull? Come on now. Yeah, I want a pit bull good, guard good in my analogy. house. You know, I don't want a chihuahua. Yeah. I know. There's nothing Nobody you can say to the liberals. Not a damn thing. All right. What's the best thing about Donald Trump is so, ladies, he's fighting for these abortions, these uh, child trafficking and, and stuff, and, and human trafficking, mm-hmm. and that he's fighting for Christianity. The other day, someone said to him, "You're the most popular person in the world." He said, "No, I'm not. Jesus is. Jesus Christ. You know." And he humbled himself right uh-huh. in front of the Lord. You know. And I that you know the Bible says, you know, if you're, you know, he calls on the name of Jesus and gives him the glory. You know. And he's, I think that's why we've yeah. been blessed with him, and he's done a good job and been able to beat these demonic entities. And I'm, I'm just going to keep praying and well, keep faith. But yeah. it's exciting to watching them take these people down. And now that we're seeing this, we're seeing the cheap post about Durham, and then we're seeing immediately 1,100, then 1,200, and then 1,300 military aircraft in the air is unprecedented. Something is going on, and it's, I think it's exciting. And, Thinking about this executive order and thinking about that Savannah Guthrie, and I don't know what that one black guy's name is, but I just, oh, I can't, Lemons or something, oh, I can't stand him. And then, oh, they're just so, like that Kumo guy, to have them all taken out. From CNN? Fox News, out, yes, all of them, to have them off the air and arrested for propaganda. What they've done is is a crime against humanity. Who got arrested? I don't think a lot of people understand the damage that these people have done. They're horrible people. They're horrible got arrested. people. Well, the press is horrible. I don't know. But you said people got arrested. Who, who got arrested? No, I said I want them arrested. Arrest. I want them oh, arrested. Oh, you want them arrested? Oh, yeah. Which, um, if, this, if this executive order is uh-huh. legit, I mean, if it's still been uh, as long as he kept his renewal, then it is legit. Then he can take them down. With he, they are guilty. They are complicit in this election fraud. He can literally take the yeah. executive order, and that's big. That's he's the not Trump card. Yeah, he's, uh, the executive order about the watermark, I don't know. But the executive order he did sign two years ago, which um, forbade and which allowed the military, not it's not the military, but certainly the federal government, to be uh, monitoring foreign influence in our elections. It's been said, and I don't know if this is true, I haven't verified this, but that the um, – the server, which belongs to Dominion, and which tabulates uh, the votes that uh, that occurred on November 3rd, which ended up being in Frankfurt and in Spain, I heard that the United States Army went into Frankfurt, got the servers that were in Frankfurt, which were tabulating the votes. So that means that if that's true, then we have possession of the servers, and we might be able to find out before January 20th, uh, firsthand about 
is about evidence about the um, about the election fraud occurring via well, those, software. Uh, Dominion. Those servers you're speaking of were seized about a week ago, and that is confirmed. They do have the servers. <coughs> All right, who can so that? They're looking, yeah, they're looking actually covered to, that uh, the first hour of the show. We actually did a pretty good dive into that uh, same thing, and so, we, yeah, it was confirmed. So that is pretty exciting. And don't you think that well confirmed Ezra Cohen-Whitnack uh, – what do you all think about when Ezra Cohen-Whitnack uh, said uh, – when he made that speech and said special ops directly underneath the acting secretary of defense would be – you know how they're supposed to be reporting now to the Secretary of Defense. Uh, okay, because I still want to know who confirmed it because um, Giuliani, Giuliani made an allusion to it today that they have access to information which he couldn't go into. Uh, it, it's so available. It's out there. It's available. It's two or three different uh, news agencies uh, that reported it and. Uh, uh, Sydney's made a couple references. Giuliani has, but it's out there. You can probably Google it, and pull it up. Uh, well, I don't know uh, because the the state news there is not exactly favorable to um, to good news about Trump. But if Trump did do, because Trump's not an idiot, forget about what the liberals think of him. He's not an idiot. He doesn't become a billionaire. He doesn't run businesses. And become who he is, and for a second time running for president, become the president by being an idiot. He's not exactly polished. Um, he's not presidential. But as the uh, uh, the female hostess said, we didn't hire him to be a chihuahua. We hired him to be a pit bull. And when you can, uh, when you take a look at his rallies, he has energized and galvanized the American people. So we absolutely have to overcome. What the Democrats, the leftists, and the Chinese, well, if not the Chinese, the Marxists, and I don't even think it's the Marxists. I still think it's the Rothschilds and the Rockefellers who are behind all of this. I don't have 24 karat gold proof of it, but by connecting the dots of what especially the Rothschilds have done through the centuries, I believe that the Rothschilds are behind communism, and I believe they're behind just about every major conflict um, in the world. So they are the richest family on the planet. Um, I, I believe they probably have an international war with the Rockefellers because the Rockefellers try to take over uh, the Rothschilds' turf. So they're friendly enemies, and, and um, I'm hoping that whatever Pachesnik uh, said has actually come true. But in the meantime, Assange is locked up, and what they did to Flynn still hasn't become um, uh, acquitted yet. Sullivan still has not come down with a, with, a, with an order to make sure that Quinn has finally become officially um, uh, vindicated. But maybe that's coming down the pike. But I still, I'm going to tell you guys, I'm still confident because of other reasons that uh, Trump is going to pull this off before January 20th. But then we still have COVID to deal with. Well, yes, but uh, COVID... I'm sorry, uh, I know a lot of people lost their mind or some people have died, but the numbers on that are way, way inflated. We all know this through the CDC's website itself. Uh, <laughs> it has a, what, a 97.9% survival rate, uh, which makes it 
not much more dangerous than the normal flu unless you have underlying health issues. Uh, and that's just, uh, to me, that's a tool that's been used uh, uh, to uh, subdue and uh, basically brainwash the people. I mean, you have people just uh, doing whatever they're told, the government's going to save my life, and that sort of thing. Uh, but I do think Trump's going to pull this out. Uh, they do have the servers. They're being looked at. Uh, uh, Sidney Powell talked about another 175 or 176,000 votes uh, uh, being fraudulent in Michigan that they now know for a fact are. So it's going to take a little while, and I would just tell America to relax. Uh, I think these people are going to go to jail uh, and I was like you uh, myself uh, when Trump ran for office, uh, and Hurricane can verify this. I was one of the biggest anti-Trumpers you'd ever want to meet in your life. I was like, oh, no, we don't need this asshat in office. I never gave up up on brainwashing you, did I? (laughs) No, you didn't. I never thought. And uh, 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 so anyway, uh, he got elected, and... I just watched what the man has done. In four years, he's been in the presidency. Uh, I mean, and you're taking into consideration that he was, they were trying to indict him, uh, impeach him for four years, and he still got more done for the American people than any president in history. And as far as I'm concerned at this point, uh, we could not have had a better president, and I think he's the best president in our history. To no one else add, has done with the American people than what he's done. I'm, I want to add that I totally disagree with our guest when he said he, he doesn't act president. I don't know if you're paraphrasing somebody else that doesn't act presidential. In my opinion, he is the only president that's ever acted presidential. When he hugged that flag, he was the most presidential president you could ever have, and the way that he looks up at our flag and puts his hand on his heart and the way that he loves America, the way he does and the way he loves his people, he is the most presidential president that we have ever had because he's the president of the people. He's our president, and now we have our own – we're not Republican or Democrats no more. We're Trumpalitians. This is a movement. And I think that it's a great thing, and we can save so many abortions. Oh, my God, these sick people, are these nine-month babies, you cannot – Trump has to win this. And I told Jesus when I was talking to him, I was like, look, you know, you got to think about these babies. <laughs> you know? We got we to have this. And I was mm-hmm. like, just can you imagine a world without Trump? Can you? I was sitting in the vet yesterday and I'm in a little bitty town called Rosebud Lot, Texas, okay, a little country vet. Nobody's wearing masks. None of us wear masks. And uh, I was looking at all these farmers there, you know. And I'm thinking, my God, what are these farmers going to do under – what would they have done under a Biden you know, or China? Their history, their whole livelihood, everything will be gone. You know, mm-hmm. It's devastating because no president has ever cared about the people and actually followed through with their stuff. And, and it matters because – and I hate to be like a hateful person, but I can be an extremely hateful. I'm very – I am alpha. I am the alpha probably, and uh, if you knew me more, you'd know this is true, <laughs> but uh, – I uh, I the other day my cousin he was trolling my pages and all my Trump posts he always got a little laughy emoji laughy emoji and just kept the Democrat just kept getting on my nerves getting on my nerves getting on my nerves then finally he started spamming my page while I was on the radio show live worldwide with with you Russell on Mega News Network while I was trying to focus on the show and I couldn't because my cousin kept spamming at my page with all this liberal stuff 
and I couldn't even stay on topic. <laughs> it was horrible, and I ended up cussing him out, and then I started texting him and cussed him out. I told him that I thought the Democrats were the scum of the earth and that he, that he supported abortion and communism, and this affected my freedom, my life, my livelihood, all, everything about our life this affects, mm-hmm. and that I didn't my freedom to worship, and that to me he was the scum of the earth. You know, So just stay the hell out of my life. I was, I was just like, that's it. You know, I, I told my brother and own him, and my brother was like, oh, we've already all blocked him except for you. You know, I told my other cousin, she's like, yeah, everybody already blocked him. You know, I'm like, oh, <laughs> you know, he's our own cousin, mm-hmm. you know. But I was like, this is like the Civil War. But, I mean, there comes a time when you have to stand yeah. the principle. And literally, they left God out of the, you know, convention. And to be honest with you, if you read the Bible, if you stand with people and support people like that, then you're just as guilty as they are. And they're denouncing God. I, sorry, I can't do that. So I just can't do that. I'm sorry. You know, I just, uh-uh. I don't want nothing to do with them. Well, you better, you better learn how to because there are atheists and agnostics yeah, I don't who really are for have Trump. To. I, I, I work out of my home. And, oh, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I just don't, I guess, I just don't want, I don't like what the liberals are doing, okay? It's just, they're trying to take away our, our freedoms, and it's, well, I'm not, well, I, don't I agree with you on that. China. Absolutely. Um, because and I am a, I am a libertarian at heart, so I do believe in atheists and everyone else having their own religion. I do believe that, so don't get me wrong, okay? Uh, I do. I didn't like it, but okay. I like the Constitution, and I, so I don't always exactly like it, but that's how it is, you know. And that's what makes it beautiful, right? And uh, so I do. You know, people there's satanic stuff, but in the Bible, it does say that when those lands let the people keep those temples to these other gods. God, you know, turned mm-hmm. back on those people. And so, you know, whenever uh, Josiah found these lost books of the Torah and read it to all the people, and he was only 18 years old, and he went to and went toward God. Every one of these towers of Moloch and all these Baal and all these other gods and just obliterated, and he mm-hmm. was like 18 years old, you know. And, uh, you know, so I'm not saying we had to do that, but if you follow the Bible, then. You know, we've got some demonic stuff going on here. We got to purge it, you know, <laughs> or we're going to get God's not going to show His favor on us, and we are well, a Christian. Yeah. I, well, I I agree with Hurricane on that. Uh, I'm a constitutionalist, but uh, I have very strong libertarian leanings. Uh, I believe the government is needs to be cut down by about eighty percent. Uh, we need to get back to our constitution. And you know what? If you want to worship the devil, uh, Allah, whoever you want to worship, that's fine. I don't have a problem with it. Have at it. But when you want to come force your beliefs on me, that's where we're going to have a problem. Absolutely. I'm a little bit So that's the way libertarians operate. We believe in individual rights. We believe in uh, private property, and we believe in the Constitution. At least, I, well, let me put it to you like this: I believe the percent of the Constitution is that allowed to act the way that it does, and it has always acted, as Genesis 13, in a communist fashion, and that's the Article on General Welfare Clause. Ninety percent of the um, You were having a little technical problems with you. Oh, cutting me out really bad. Can you hear him, yeah. Russell? 
With me? Nah, he, he was making up for his bad ones there. Yes, you yeah. were, sir. Uh, Is it? Well, how's this now? Is this better? Yeah, it's better. It's, yeah. Okay, so we've yeah, only got 13 minutes on the okay. show, so let's uh, let's try to come to a wrap on this. So is there any uh, burning thoughts you have on this uh, to our guest? I like your positive attitude towards Trump. Me? I love that. I, yes, I'm, I'm, I love to hear that. So there's many of us, 80 million. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was, yeah, well, I was about to say that, uh, you know, well, the libertarians, constitutionalists, everybody who believes in civil liberties – should be able to get together, and it's a shame that families have to um, be broken apart as a result of political differences. That should be taken out of the family. People who don't like Trump, but who didn't like Obama, who don't like Roosevelt, etc., shouldn't even talk about it if it's going to start um, start arguments. Families should stay together, um, love one another, and not be torn apart simply because of political philosophies. So in any case, you guys are going to wrap up. So I'm glad that, um, you know, your show exists. I'm hoping that Pichesnik is not a blowhard, and I'm hoping that the people who are responsible for the and it has been a coup, you liberals out there, in case you don't know it, I hope they get arrested. So in any case, guys, good night, and uh, take care, okay? Thank you, caller. I can't wait to call back again. All right. Take care now. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. We got lucky we got good callers tonight. Yeah, I'm always yeah, scared. Yeah. <laughs> I'm always scared to take callers. I'm like, I don't know. Uh, well, it, and sometimes I don't take callers. Um, if I'm doing, like, uh, in, uh, interviews, then the switchboard's just blown up, you know. But I, I kind of got so traumatized by some of the calls that we got on Resistance Radio. <laughs> I'm scared, you know. And I don't want to mess up yeah. a, someone running for governor, like, when I'm – you know, interviewing Derek Gibson from New York. See, we really do love Yankees now, don't we? Because I've had Derek on my show three times. I had Carly on my show, and she's from New York, you know. Mm-hmm. See, Trump fixes everything. <laughs> yeah. For you people in well, New York, know, so that's uh, just kind of a joke. We're Southerners. We have a bad sense of humor. We don't mean that personal. We just have a – we just have weird sense of humor, okay? So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, uh, I think my my final thoughts on what we kind of talked about tonight is that uh, I think everybody just needs to calm down. And I'm talking, well, I'm talking to a lot of the people out there that we know that are chomping at the bit, that uh, they're not going to stand for this election being stolen. And I stand with y'all shoulder to shoulder. But at this point in the time, I'm trusting uh, our president. I'm trusting his legal team, and I'm going to trust the Supreme Court on this. And I think we're going to be okay. It's going to be a battle. Things may get ugly, you know. I mean, as far as uh, between the states and uh, these recounts and stuff like that. But uh, I think we all just need to remain calm, take a deep breath, and let us let. Uh, let our president finish his chess game. Exactly. I love that attitude, Russell. You're in a better state of mind than you were a few days ago. That's for dang sure. But before we go, uh, we still have a few minutes. I wanted to play this. Uh, I forgot about this video that I wanted to play about the media 
called Killing the Mockingbird, and uh, with all this executive order and taking down the media, I thought this would be really appropriate, and then I'll get back. Oh, somebody, we have our first visitor in chat ever. I didn't even know I had a chat. Wow, we have a chat on our thing. That's cool, huh? So, oh, they want uh, Trump to concede. It's a true. <laughs> I should have known. <laughs> I should have known better. Okay, here's, here's the, uh, here's the uh, um, video. By now, you may already be aware that America was on the verge of being completely destroyed by a gang of very powerful criminals who had made their way right into the heart of power. We didn't notice because they had become our most trusted leaders, entertainers, and politicians. But then things changed. In 2016, patriots in the U.S. military took back power legitimately with the election of Donald Trump. Plunged directly into the damage and sickening destruction caused to America and the world. They got to work dismantling the branches of this powerful secret shadow government that was in the process of siphoning off America's vast wealth to their global masters. After two years of a dramatic covert operation that was to include the gutting of the corrupt CIA, FBI, and Justice Department, they now face the last remaining pillar of the deep state, their vast media empire. They were using this unparalleled power to confuse the people of the world and distract from their criminality and subversion. They recognized that division and hate among people was the most effective way to keep us occupied and ignorant while they robbed us blind, engineered senseless trade deals, and destroyed distant lands for their own personal gain. The mainstream media, both in America and beyond, now remains the gravest threat to the people of the world. The battle for the American soul began in October 2017 with an NSA intelligence operation that we call Q. For the first time, the people were shown the reality of the world they live in, the extent of the corruption and crime that had been destroying their society for decades. Most of all, it showed them the path to their own liberation. Finally, on July 31st, 2018, in Tampa, Florida, President Donald Trump, avoiding the corrupt media channels by speaking directly to the people, it allowed Q followers to display their support publicly. This deliberate action forced the deep state media to cover the story, as not doing so would raise a level of curiosity that could lead to a devastating mass awakening. To defend against this, they joined together in an unprecedented combined global mass media assault against Q, hoping they could deter the public from discovering the truth about our world. They call it a conspiracy, a word associated with unlawful or nefarious actions depicting Q followers as a danger to society instead of peace-loving patriots just trying to break free from the prison of the mind that was created for them. Their attack on Q was to be just one of countless knowingly false narratives started and pushed by the criminals that control our media. They said Trump colluded with Russia to win the 2016 presidential election. They said he was a puppet to Putin. They claimed he would hurt relationships with our allies. They said he would collapse the economy and the stock market. We heard he was about to go to war with North Korea. They are saying he will do the same with Iran. They even said he would destroy the whole world. These fake narratives kept on coming, and they spread them with full knowledge that they were lies meant to stop the one force that could end them for good. It's time the American people and those all over the world ask themselves what is really going on. What are the people who control our media afraid of? What are they hiding? If you look, you will discover that the fake news media is not free or independent. You will see it is just a propaganda arm of the deep state. You will discover the names and faces of the cabal agents who have colluded to destroy our republic and bend us to their will. They want you divided. Divided by race. Divided by religion. Divided by political affiliation. 
They want this because divided you are weak. Together you are strong. It's time to research for yourself. You will find many things, among them an unprecedented number of sealed indictments filed in preparation for a mass arrest event. You will also discover an unprecedented list of corrupt CEOs who have recently been removed from their posts. You will see the same in the Senate and in Congress. And you will see the same at the top of the FBI and the Justice Department. This movement is not about one person or a group of people. It is about we, the people. The world is currently witnessing the largest mass treason event in living history. But instead of being fearful, we should be filled with hope. Instead of fighting among ourselves, we should face our only true enemy, the criminal deep state and their once invincible mainstream media apparatus. Do you want to free yourself? It's easy. Follow Q and turn them off. I love that guy, Joe M. So we have had a couple of different people in our chat. I didn't even really remember that we had a chat. And one of the guys that's in there now is from California. And I'm uh, my YouTube channel, which is Wolfpack Radio, and Pack is spelled P-A-Q. Pretty much all my shows are over California, um, except for just a couple that I use for my podcast on the Denver Airport and uh, a Corona one. All the other ones are about California, so I'm kind of fascinated with it. And uh, my next one that I'm coming out right now. I'm working on is also based out in Los Angeles, but uh, you might really want to go check the As Above, So Below Part 2 and Part 1. That talks about the nuclear fallout from uh, Santa Susana uh, Field Laboratory and some stuff going on at Vandenberg. And the second part talks about this really cool mysteries uh, under the desert in Mojave and how Trump's fighting the deep state to try to help you guys. And we're praying for you, and we're so excited that California's going to go red. And I know that they won. I know these Californians uh, pulled through. I guarantee you they're going to go red. I just know it in my heart. I feel it. You know, they they really. I feel so bad that we always called them Californians because they've just been getting frauded. You know, they've been voting. So uh, kind of propaganda, right? So you there, Russell? I'm here. Just kind of jabbering. Sorry, I've kind of been brain dead tonight. So if I'm a little dingy, uh, I used to be blonde, but I'm not now. My picture still shows I'm blonde. So. I guess that still counts, but I'll tell you what, it's been a long day <laughs> for me. <laughs> it has, it so, has been, uh, and uh, it's been a good day for us in the fight for our country. Uh, I'm just, uh, everyone, uh, stay alert, stay informed, uh, get your warriors out there, do your thing, uh, uh, keep praying, and I believe with the core of our being that we've got this and that we will be victorious overall. So don't give up hope. Uh, I get frustrated myself because, you know, you don't see things happening. You're going, well, what the heck's going on? One thing or another. Just uh, There's a lot of stuff going on in the background that we're not going to see for various reasons. Uh, just keep faith and uh We'll get through this. I just wish that anybody, everyone out there that prays to please pray for our president and for our country and for all of our people. It's been a kind of sad time for a lot of people who aren't red-pilled really think that he lost the election. And it's really 
you know, like I said, the media are horrible people. It's that these people do that. But with that, I want to just close with the Trump train. I'm Hurricane Annie. I'm out. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll be back tomorrow night if Russell could join me at 8 o'clock uh, Central Time. So, um, you, you know, either get on the train or, you know, who cares? your experience in front of the world? Uh, well, I design, I do wreaths, I do uh, all types of decorations. And you like this building? Yes, Okay, <laughs> so here's what I'm going to do. There's the men. Stand right over here. <laughs> if we can make a good deal in the salary, she's going to probably have a job, okay? All right, good. Have a good time. Thank